Hello, everybody. Here we are. It is 2023. I know, right? This one's probably going to go as fast as 2022. It is crazy how quickly time goes by. In this episode, I am going to be talking about an old love in a new twist, I guess is the way, best way to call this. I have long admired and appreciated the work that photographers do when it comes to infrared photography. And I've got a blog post up on this. I'll put a link in the show notes. The upshot here is that there's sort of two ways you can do this. There's actually more than two ways, but there's two common ways. And the first one is that you have your camera. If you've got a digital camera, you have it updated to the sensor needs to be changed to only receive infrared light. Now, the problem with that is you can only use it for that after that. Now, the plus side is it does a great job. It is, of course, you're doing it at the core, at the center there, and so you get better results than the other method. Now, the other popular method is to do what I've done, which is to use a filter. Now, what this does, it is just a filter that you put on the end of your lens, like you would any other filter, so you've got to make sure you've got the right system and the right size and everything else. And the filter basically acts the same way. It will only allow the near infrared light to pass through to your sensor. Now, the advantage there is, of course, if you take the filter off, you can use the camera as you as you normally would. Now, the downsides, though, are that you often have what's referred to as a hotspot. And you can definitely see this, and I definitely saw this in a couple of tests that I did. You essentially have a gradation, if you like, a circular gradation from the center of the image outwards, and it looks like you have really heavily vignetted corners on your images that are dark. You can see it. Now, the plus side there is you can overcome this in post. It's not perfect, but you can overcome it in post, and that's what I've been doing. Now, why am I doing this? And what's this a little more about this infrared stuff? Well, the infrared light gives you a different light source, if you like, for your photographs. And that can vary from not too much of an impact. It really depends on the scene that you're photographing in many ways. For example, you often see this with landscape photography and especially with foliage because I've noticed that essentially the best way to describe it is the color green changes the most. Now, what I mean by that is if you take a normal photograph of, say, some grass or some leaves, green leaves, things like that, you convert it to black and white. They tend to have darker tones. And with infrared, it's the opposite. They go into these lighter tones, not white, but very light tones on that spectrum. And this gets to be really fascinating because it gives you a very different black and white take on it doesn't have to be black and white, but it usually is a black and white take on a scene because you're only receiving the infrared, the near infrared spectrum of light. So the camera sensor, or if you use a, an infrared film for that matter, sees it in a very different way. And this opens up some very interesting creative options. And again, I'll put a link in the show notes to a post, a quick poster that I did on this where I've got an example a test that I did in the backyard. And for reference, the filter that I'm using here, there, there are many of them, but the one that I've gone with, because I didn't want to spend a crazy amount of money, but I also didn't want like a really terribly cheap 
way to do this and suffer problems. So I've gone with a really good filter, I think, which is the Hoya H-O-Y-A Infrared R72 filter. And you will, first thing you'll notice about these filters, it is extremely dark because it's got to filter out all of the normal spectrum of light. And if you hold it up to a light source or something like that, you're going to notice it has a red tint to it. And certainly when you take photographs with a sensor that normally picks up color, you're going to have a red tint. So of course, a lot of post-processing on this, right? You then go convert it to black and white and do it however you want to do it. But the effects are very interesting and this gives you a new way to do a take on familiar concepts, right? So suddenly those foliage shots or those landscapes take on a whole different interesting perspective. And I'm also interested to try this out with some urban architecture and things like that. Now, something I must mention here, for those of you who are interested in doing this, you're going to have to use a tripod because it's blocking out normal light which means your exposures are going to be very long. And the quick test that I did, one first thing I learned was, even though I had it on tripod and I pushed the button, there was still some camera shake. That's how long these exposures are. We're talking upwards of anywhere upwards of 20 plus seconds, more likely 30 seconds to a minute, depending on the light of the day and everything else. So you're also going to want to either use the self-timer or some kind of cable release. This is absolutely not something you can handhold. I guess you could, and you'd get some really weird, interesting effects with the movement, but I, I don't think you're going to be look. it's the results you're going to be looking for. So a, a tripod is a must. But if this is something that interests you, this can be a great way to bring some interesting concepts and investigations back into a subject that maybe you've been photographed before and you're looking for new ways to bring some life into it or some new interests. Not that I, by any stretch, will ever be bored with photography, but I, I wanted to explore something different this year, in 2023, and I picked this because I absolutely, like I say, I adore the work that other folks do and appreciate it. And I really wanted to learn and understand some of this myself. So that's it in this episode. That's my new little creative twist on certain subjects in photography. It's not going to do for everything, but it opens up another avenue of exploration for me to see things different, to find things that I have never seen before because of the way this works. And maybe this will inspire you, or maybe it's something you've been interested in. If it is, reach out to me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. As always, go to peterwidham.com forward slash contact and let me know. I'm really interested in this. The initial tests I did really got me excited because it just works so well. And it it's really great if you take a normal photograph and an infrared one and then compare them afterwards to understand how differently that light is received at those different spectrums. It's fascinating. It really is. Makes you wonder if someone could ever do a video camera version. We could capture the video like this. Now, don't confuse this with night vision. It's not the same thing. Not at all. But anyway, that that's it. Love to hear your thoughts if you've got them. If not, uh, that's fine. I hope this inspires you. If it does, please leave a review. It always helps. I've noticed this podcast has been growing a little bit. That is very heartening to me. So thank you to every single one of you listeners in 2022. And I hope to keep providing 
creative inspiration in 2023. I will speak to you in the next episode. Take care.